Hello world, it's Randy and Teddy here, and another episode of The Data Dad. Today we'll talk about some of my favorite lessons learned on the process of becoming a dad, including a few things I learned in the days immediately after bringing home a new bundle of joy to our family. Lesson one, perhaps the most important thing that we learned at our time at the hospital, is that after delivery, as long as your doctor says it's okay, you can order delivery food to the hospital. That's right. Seamless Web, Grubhub, Uber Eats, whatever is applicable in your area, get that food to your wife. It is going to be 100,000 times better than the slop that most hospitals have available. Now, everybody's Pregnancy and delivery is different, and obviously the doctor may say that they want to keep you on a specific kind of diet, but if they clear you to eat, eat well. You deserve it. Lesson number two. It is daunting to come home to the apartment that you shared as two adults to now have a third small human being to take care of. You will be exhausted, both of you, and likely overwhelmed from the hospital experience. There is no shame in asking for help to have someone there when you come home, whether that be a grandparent, a close family member who's gone through it, or in our case, a night nurse. Now, why, after all this work to have a baby, would you let somebody else share those precious first few nights uh, with the baby? Let me tell you, it will help in an enormous way. Ugh, I need to be better at that. It's helpful to have a professional on hand who knows how to change a baby, how to feed a baby, how to take care of all the things that the baby might do that you haven't ever experienced before. The hospital is great. They will answer all your questions, but they also have a beautiful thing called the nursery. And in the first few nights when you're recovering from the exhaustion and physical stress of the delivery, it's a very easy thing to do to have the nursery and trained professionals look over the child. After all, who are we to know if our one day old is doing okay versus doctors and nurses who do this for a living with tremendous amount of training? And then all of a sudden, you leave the hospital and you're on your own and you still have to figure out how to keep this beautiful bundle of joy alive. And that's where having a night nurse or close family member home with you for a couple of weeks really makes a difference. It uh, is worth the money or worth the aggravation of having family around because you have that added comfort and transition from uh, your life pre-baby to your life with baby. We couldn't recommend it more. You might be wondering, what does a night nurse actually do? Well, it varies, but uh, in the case of the person that we hired, they come on for a 12-hour shift, 7 to 7 or 8 to 8, something like that. And when they're in, they're responsible for the baby. Of course, you're going to want to hold your baby and most likely breastfeed as, as if that's the situation uh, is going to happen every two or three hours anyway. But having someone who can change their diaper, who can help to get them to sleep, who can make sure that uh, everything is set up all right and that they're uh, doing well really can't be uh, overestimated. Before you go into labor and you set up the night nurse, it's helpful to interview lots of candidates. Ask them questions about their parenting philosophy. Do they have kids themselves? How long have they been doing this particular thing? If you're like us and you live in New York City where 
conditions are tight, definitely find out a little bit about how they are in, in confined spaces. When you share a one bedroom with a, a third adult and a new baby, it can get cramped and a little bit awkward. So make sure you're really comfortable with the person that you end up hiring. And don't be afraid to set boundaries and be, be transparent about what your needs are. Um, while the night nurse is there, you do have the option to pump and then have the night nurse feed the baby overnight with bottles. Uh, a lot of times night nurses and doulas and doctors will recommend not using the bottle on a baby to avoid uh, what's called nipple confusion, where the baby gets used to the bottle nipple and forgets how to feed off the breast. There is a lot of debate on this topic, and I'm not going to touch it. If you do end up breastfeeding during the night, the night nurse can take care of the baby and wake you up when it's time to feed, even let your wife feed the baby from the bed. So make it as easy as possible to deal with a very difficult type of schedule. So we certainly recommend looking into a night nurse or seeing if you have a family member who can do that job, even if it's only for a week or two. Lesson three, what is the perfect setup to have for a nursery? What gadgets do you need and not need? Which brand should you go with? It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Every piece of advice out there is wrong and not specific for your family. Here are the things that really helped on those first few days and weeks with, with baby Teddy. Amazon.com, Walmart.com, bye-bye baby, one-day delivery. Anything that you need that you don't already have can be gotten within 24 hours. You also have tons of friends and family who are so excited to meet the baby and want to help. And one of the best ways they can help is, hey, go pick up XYZ from this store. So don't feel bad if the nursery is not done yet or if you don't have all the right things. In fact, you might not even have all the right clothes if the baby comes out bigger or smaller than expected. That's okay. Don't freak out. In 2019 and beyond, we have a ton of options, and that's the last thing you should be worrying about as you're leading up to your big day. Lesson four, look into the happiest baby. Now, there are lots of books out there and techniques to try to get your cute little guy to go to sleep. And I can only recommend the one that worked like a dream for us. The Sleep Swaddle from Happiest Baby is a little sack that has a zipper. And you put the baby into the sack. And there's a Velcro uh, strap that goes over his arms. So in the hospital, the babies are swaddled by the nurses. And they have some next-level swaddling skill in which every swaddle they do is perfect and tight. And the baby is cozy and falls asleep. When you get home, if you're like me, you will struggle to recreate the conditions of that original swaddle. Our little guy kept breaking out of them like a ninja or a Houdini. It was quite cute. But at bedtime, since he can't control his arms yet, and he's used to a tight, confined space, if he's not swaddled, he has a hard time sleeping. He'll smack himself in the face, and he'll cry, he'll be very uncomfortable. So the miracle swaddle comes in, and instead of folding a sheet over and over itself and using your baby's weight and friction to kind of pin that together, you use Velcro and that pins the baby's arms down kind of like a straitjacket and then you zip it up so that his feet and everything is all together in a tight confined space. It's a little weird. Your baby's like in a cocoon with his head sticking out, but it is the most comfortable way for him and for us. It helps our little Teddy start sleeping through the night very soon. Lesson five. Having a baby is very exciting and everyone is excited for you and it's such an exciting, exciting time that it can actually be overwhelming. 
as the dad, it's your job to be the firewall that protects mom and baby from the deluge of well-wishing friends and family. You may not realize how tired and overwhelmed you actually are. If you're not sleeping through the night, the days are going to pass kind of like a blur. The first few weeks, I didn't know what day of the week it was, really what time of day it was, other than whether it was light or dark outside. It can be a bit of a blur. Now, this is going to continue a lot longer for mom, especially if she's recovering from the delivery. For dad, it's your job to step up and try to organize the chaos. Try to minimize the visits, only small groups at a time, and use people who want to help to go help by picking up things from the previous tip or helping to prepare meals or do cleaning or whatever they can do that adds value. But remember, this is a time that's about your baby and it's about your family. So don't be shy to put your foot down, put your family first, and make sure that the line forms at the door and out. And finally, lesson six. Have fun. This time is so fleetingly short. Teddy today is around five months old, and he's already twice as big, twice as heavy, and a completely different person than he was as a newborn. Now, it keeps getting better and better, don't get me wrong, but you find yourself looking at those little tiny clothes and little tiny person that fit in your arms so small and was so quiet and calm and wondering where that person went. It's going to go by in a blur. And then it's going to just get better and better. But most important, as you look forward to this big day, know that it's going to be some of the best days and weeks and months of your life. Enjoy it. And really all the best from our family to yours. So what did you think? I hope these tips and insights were helpful for you. And I'd be Thrilled to hear back from you on what was most useful or what information you've learned in your process that might help me. And not only for newborns, but also for five-month-olds and six-month-olds and so on and so on. The learning is going to continue and the fun is just beginning. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day.